Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It's time. It's time for kickoff. Kickoff. Birds in the end zone. Touchdown. With Boomer Asiason and Mike Valenti. And welcome in week five kickoff. Boomer and Valenti with you. Booms, how are you? No, Mike, I'm great. And I hope you had a good week. And I'm sorry you had to watch that game on Thursday night. It was brutal. I know. And even Tom Brady says, I'm watching bad football. You know, we're all watching bad football. There are a lot of two and two teams that gives hope to a lot of fan bases. And then there are those fan bases that watch their football team. And I cannot believe I'm saying this, but have already given up on the season. And that would be the Bronco fan base. They have already, after five weeks, decided enough of Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett. Hey, the game's going to overtime. Great, honey. Get the keys. We're leaving. <laughs> I saw the fans leave. I've never seen that. Yeah, ever. Kirk Herbstreit was pretty good about that. He was talking about it, was on, on, it. on the broadcast. He goes, man, look at all these Bronco fans leaving. And we all know if you are in the NFL, you're around the NFL, if you played in the NFL, there are – a lot of passionate fan bases out there, and I don't want to sit here and rank all of them, but I got to tell you, the Bronco fan base is about as passionate as they come. And when they see something that they don't like, they're not afraid to tell you. And right now, they are not liking what they are seeing from Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson, no matter what they say in postgame press conferences. Let's go right into it. Let's hit the rundown because I got questions about last night. This, this is the NFL Rundown. All right, Boomer, you just alluded to it. Um, why don't we do, – Dr. Booms to the ER, please. I yeah. need you to diagnose both quarterbacks because it's going to all be all be about Russ. Matt Ryan was equally atrocious. Mm-hmm. What What is the singular biggest issue with both guys? Well, I, I kind of experienced this myself where you end up going to another team later on in your career and you got to get used to the new coaches, new players, and new way of doing things. And it does take a while. And neither quarterback totally looks comfortable to me right now. But one of the reasons why – 
both the Colts and the Broncos went out and got these experienced quarterbacks is so they, they don't make the dopey mistakes that we saw in, in Thursday night's game. So what we have a, we have a, a guy around here at WFAN in New York, who's a huge Broncos fan. And he was all jacked up that they signed Russell Wilson. And I told him, I said, look, Seattle wants to dump Russell Wilson because they don't want to give him a contract extension. Seattle duped the Denver Broncos. The Broncos, not only did they trade for him and give up assets, they also gave him a contract extension, which is what he wanted from Seattle, but Seattle wasn't going to give it to him. If I were Denver, I would have said, look, we're going to take you here. Let's see how it goes after one year. Yeah, two you lead left. us to the playoffs. Then we'll talk about contract extension. Now the money's in the bank, and it's way too past you know, his bedtime. Uh, for what's going on out there. And plus, they're in the toughest division in football. I still believe that. For Lan- I mean, for uh, Matt Ryan and the Indianapolis Colts, you know, I am biased because Frank Reich was my college roommate, as you know, the head coach of the Colts. And they always get off to slow starts. And I don't understand why that is the problem with Frank and his teams. But I think it has to do with the fact that he's had five different quarterbacks in five years. And it takes a while. I kind of think Indianapolis is going to be okay. As far as Denver's concerned, man, I they are looking up at a long uphill battle, especially offensively and with a, you know, rookie head coach in Nathaniel Hackett. Let me give you from my vast experience as an NFL quarterback. Let me let me give you my my synopsis. <laughs> you're a fan, but you're, you know, you're a fan. You see these but, things. But it, it ready. We'll yes. cliff note it. We'll distill it down. Matt Ryan's hanging on to the ball way too long, and Russell isn't giving plays a chance to develop. Booms. He won't use his feet. He's dumping the ball at the ankles of the old lineman versus getting to the edge. And trying to make a play downfield. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But he's not the Russell Wilson he was six or seven years ago. No. And he's actually heavier. If you look at him, he's bigger, he's stronger, and he wants to be a pocket passer. And on Thursday night's game, he kept looking in the wrong way. They had actually K.J. Hamler open on fourth and one in overtime to go for the win. And he decided to force it to Cortland Sutton, Sutton on the other side. So to me, you know, he's making the wrong decisions. He's looking the wrong ways. And he's not the player that he once was no, in Seattle. Horrible. As far as Matt Ryan is concerned, you know, the turnovers, they're killers. The interceptions, the fumbles, that's what's killing the Indianapolis offense right now. Those are all drive enders. Those are all, uh, you know, they they hurt the confidence of the quarterback, the play caller, the other players in the huddle. And they, you know, they miss Jonathan Taylor. That, that That's all there is to it. When Jonathan's back, he'll be back. And I do believe that they will be a better team in about four or five weeks. I, this is I'm very excited to do this, people. I, Boomer is going to be beaming with pride. I, I want to just turn this to him. Your man, Zach Wilson, I, I, I know we talked this weekend briefly. Uh, your thoughts in totality, not just the final drive, true, true. but I want to hear it. It is Zach Wilson's day. All right, so truth be told, you texted me while I was on the NFL today and this game was going on, <laughs> and Zach was running all over the place and he was putting himself in bad positions. As a matter of fact, I think the second drive of the game, he rolled out to his left, got rid of the ball, but took a wicked hit on his knee and got spun around, and it was very Brett Favre-esque. That's how he was playing the first three quarters of this Crazy. game. It was crazy. It was all over the place. But I think he had to just learn how to calm down and get himself into the game. And those two final drives that he led on touchdowns and the second to last drive, uh, you know, where he had a fourth and seven and calmly hits Corey Davis right in the chest, you saw everything that the Jets are excited about from arm strength, accuracy, ability to process and where to go with the football and make those qu- make those decisions quickly enough and accurately enough to lead his team to victory. So – 
I don't want to sit here and gloat because it's only one quarter, but I have to tell you. That was positive. If, if that kid can play that way now and be consistent and be really all in, I think maybe the Jets have found finally their answer at quarterback. First three quarters, he was 8 for 24, 124 yards, two picks. <clears throat> the fourth quarter, Boomer speaks of 11 of 12. 128 and a touchdown. And why that is important, show me a quarterback that can have three really bad quarters, look like he's completely lost, and then all of a sudden find his game and show the way that he played in those final two series. I mean, he was about as good as it gets, man. He was calm. He was decisive. And on the road. And on the road. And look, I told you it was going to be a little bit of a difficult game because of the 34 configuration, Um, and it was early on. But I think that the Steelers kind of just – Got worn down, plus Kenny Pickett was turning the ball over. So you combine the turnovers that the Jet defense was getting and the calmness that started to take over Zach Wilson, you have exactly what ended up happening. They won. He's beaming people. I am. Um, In our weekly tradition of me bringing up what I deem to be coaching malfeasance, can we talk about somebody who I think is a fabulous coach who made a horrific decision? John Harbaugh. What? John, your team's already blown a 20-3 to lead. You got fourth and four. You've just finished a 15-play drive against the Bills. Passes up the field goal to take the lead. Justifies it by saying, quote, it gives us the best chance to win. What planet does not taking the lead give you the best chance? Help me. Guide me. All right. Well, I know one thing. He didn't expect Lamar Jackson to throw an interception in the end zone. He figured if they didn't make it, at worst, the Bills would have gotten the ball on the two-yard line, and then they would have had to drive, you know, 70 yards to go kick a potential game-winning field goal. I think that's what he's thinking in his mind. But what he should have said is, you know what, and what he really should be honest with himself, if you trust your defense, like he said in that post-game press conference, I trust my defense, well, then give your defense the lead. Right. And just kick the field goal. It's simple. Sometimes the analytics guys get in the way of the football guy. And and these coaches all start making these these idiotic decisions that don't work out. And, you know, I got to tell you, I got to give my man Bill Cower a lot of credit on the NFL today. We came right out of that game, right into the studio. We went right to Coach Cower. Coach Cower said, you know, sometimes you just got to be a football coach and and use your intuition about how the game is being played. John didn't. Here's the thing analytics doesn't take into account. If the game was tied at 38, that is a statement your defense has had zero success all day. The game was tied at 20. In inclement weather. You just, I don't care what the guy from Yale says. Take the points. <laughs> you're at home. Yes, You've you're blown right. the lead. Yes. What are we doing, John? Right. So, and unfortunately, it just goes to show you that even the great coaches, even the ones that we all respect, right. somebody that has had just a, an unbelievable amount of success, can make them, we all see, make some mistake. I, I, I don't think there's anybody out there that would agree with what John Harbaugh did at the end of that game. Um, I want to ask about the Chiefs. I, I thought it was a stunning performance against the Bucs because, not that they beat them, and maybe not even that they beat them by double digits, the way that they dominated both lines of scrimmage. Boomer, I know we've talked about the Bills being the Super Bowl favorite. They probably still are. Are, are you ready to now move the Chiefs as the co-favorite on equal terms? Chiefs, Bills, same thing. You know, if I had to do my power rankings, the Chiefs would be the number two team behind the Bills. Okay. And, you know, I want to see those two teams on the field together. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was just absolutely amazing. And I still believe that when we get to the end of the season and we get into the playoffs, he's going to be missing Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill is a dynamic player who changes the, the entire defense that you're playing against. 
They don't have a Tyree Kill, but they do have a Patrick Mahomes. And very few players are going to be able to complete a touchdown pass the way that he did against the Bucks defense. He spun away, got a, was running to the right sideline, stopped right before the line of scrimmage, and just flips the ball over everybody for that's a crazy. touchdown. You know, that's the poise that very few players in this league have. Now, Josh Allen has that poise. Joe Burrow has that poise. I think Justin Herbert has that poise. Of course, Aaron and Tom Brady have that poise. But, I mean, that is a ridiculous play by Patrick Mahomes, and you just don't draw that up. You know, that's not Andy Reid drawing that play up. That's no. Andy Reid sitting there like the rest of us in just total amazement. It's the same thing in basketball. You don't draw up do certain it. things. Sometimes right. you see a Kevin Durant execute a singular play where the defense is perfect, they they execute everything, and it doesn't matter. Rise up, hit a shot. As I long mean, as Kevin Durant is happy. He's got to be happy. Oh, don't get me started. Um, yeah. By right. the way, too, yes. I love their compliment of backs. They may have found something with Isaiah Pacheco from Rutgers. They've got C- Clyde Edwards-Alaire. They've got McKinnon. I, I think this this has a chance to be not the same Chiefs mm-hmm. offense, but, Boomer, you, you nailed this from the start. The Tyreek thing, they might miss him later. They don't now. Well, this I thing mean, is you know, again, it's the quarterback that's making everybody better. You know, Aaron, jo- Aaron Rodgers is starting to make everybody better. I don't know. I know they had a little trouble with the New England Patriots last week, but if you see Aaron Rodgers' back shoulder touchdown pass towards the end of the game. Yeah, to Romeo Dobbs. Right, to Romeo Dobbs. So that's what he was doing with Devontae Adams. Now, I'm not saying that Romeo Dobbs is going to turn into Devontae Adams, but what I'm saying is that that looked like they had been together for 10 years. And that's what great quarterbacks do. They bring out the best in every player they play with. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I have to ask you this because I am not qualified. I can't figure it out. I feel like I'm living in the upside down universe. Mm. Geno Smith is a thing now. What am I watching? Geno Smith is cooking. It's what Geno Smith is doing. What is this? And, you know, maybe the Seattle Seahawks are smarter than all of us by keeping Geno because I don't think any of us took the fact that they were going to start the season with him seriously. And all he's doing right now is completing 77% of his passes. He's in his 10th season. And you know what? Maybe it's finally clicked for him. He doesn't have anybody pushing him. He's got a coach that I'm sure he loves playing for. I know I did the year that I played for Pete. And I think that Pete Carroll's having a hell of a time. And they I, have weapons. And they do have weapons. And I think, I think, I think it's amazing that we all thought that Seattle would have a top five pick and they'd be out there looking for a quarterback. And lo and behold, their quarterback may be – I guess you could say it as the hottest quarterback right now playing. And by the way, you're starting rookie tackles. Not just one, both. Yeah, and he still has enough athleticism to get out of the pocket and make some plays. You were talking about Russell Wilson not doing that. Yeah. And I know that Nathaniel Hackett's trying to do that with Russell Wilson with the bootlegs and stuff like that and force the issue. But, Gino, they're doing it with him, and it's working. Now, the other side of it, and I need you to help me with this. Uh, Now, they played the Lions last week. The Lions, the Seattle Seahawks have been in existence, I believe, since 1976. They have never had a game where they did not punt. 
except Sunday. Okay. I cannot accept that talent's the issue for what I've watched. The Lions defense through four games has given up more points than anyone in NFL history. What is the issue here? I don't know. Maybe they are watching what Michigan State's doing. Thank you. Sure. Just go ahead. Pile just, on. I just had to pile that in there. They brought in Scotty thing. Hazleton as a special assistant right, Sunday. As my Terps beat your Spartans over the weekend. But I will um I all I can say is that it makes no sense to me. Even if you just played cover three and you rush four guys, you shouldn't be giving up the amount of points that Detroit is giving up. Now the uh, on the flip side of that you know, who would you rather have right now as your quarterback, Matthew Stafford or Jared Goff? Listen, I like – I don't think Goff's been bad. So you're a Detroit guy. You've seen this. I, I, listen, I, I'm a Giants fan, and I'm originally from out here. I'm just telling you. I know, you. but you're a Detroit guy. You're, you work in Detroit. Yes. So, the, so you know the Lions, the fabric of the Lions, the, you know, yeah. the history of the Lions, the quarterback situation with the Goff's Lions. Goff's not the problem. What I know, but what are they going to do when it comes time to paying for a quarterback? Are they going to pay him? Boomer, here's the thing. They've got two first-round picks next year. It's not settled yet, but they have a top-five offense. And they, they were out there last week, no Swift, no Amon Ross St. Brown. Yes. You know, everybody was hurt. Yeah, I, th- those were the warning shots that you were firing at me last week. What? That they had no Swift. Oh, no I know. Amon Saint That's Brown. why I took the birds. Yes. I just, look, Goff is the least of their worries. Aaron Glenn, who I know a lot of people think a lot of, he better get it together. I want to ask he you this one. former teammate. He was the one that got beat on the uh, spike game. Game ball with Uh-oh. Miami Dolphins. All right, we've 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 touched on something here. Um, real quick, Matt Rule, he's done, right? <laughs> State? No, I mean David Tepper's not putting up with this. The stadium's yeah, empty. Yeah. Mayfield's terrible. Yeah. Matt Rule looked confused at the press conference. Do we add him to the pile? Is he done? Coaches, I mean, our owners see seats or empty seats. They don't want to see empty seats. They have to ignite the fan base. That's what I was saying about three weeks ago about Mike McCarthy and the yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Is Cooper Rush going to save his job? I think he has. Yeah. At least now, at, at this yeah. moment he has. Matt Rule seems to be the guy that's walking the plank right now. And it's unfortunate they've made their bed with Baker Mayfield, who's played terribly. I'm shocked. And, well, he's really inaccurate. And he's getting a lot of balls batted down. And that's because he's being too um, – I think it's too easy to defend him and know when he's throwing the ball. He's got to have a little bit of a sixth sense. And, he's, and he has it. I know he has it because I've seen it. But it's been missing here in Carolina. So, yeah, I would say that Matt Rule is definitely the one that is walking okay. the plank here. And, by the way, it's another team who paid the running back. I'm telling you, people, you can't do it in today's game. All right, you ready to pick some games? I'm ready. Are we ready to get after this yes, in I a am. tough, challenging week? We'll pick them all next. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.